What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Homecasts, the podcast that loves to keep tomorrow existing. My name is Reef, and so far, even if it has been just two episodes out, a lot of people have been asking, what's in the name? Why Reef? Is it my real name or just something I made up for renewal or something? Though that last one really sounds interesting to me since I have three first names to choose from. It is my real name. My name is Miguel Paul Reef, and it's Reef because of a very important precursor. My older sister, the eldest. Her name is Coral, Kimberly Rebecca Coral. So yes, that's Coral Reef for you. I know, it's my parents' fault, but that may just be the best decision they've ever made as to naming their children. And no, it doesn't stop there. Six years later, my baby brother was born. And guess what? His name is Forrest. And it still hasn't stopped there. Two years after my brother's birth, a baby girl. I'm sure you're already coming up with names, but her name is Oceana. That's Coral, Reef, Forest, and Ocean. I hope that's not annoying your brain yet. Maybe that's our parents' tactic, so they can tell which one's nature and which one's their child. I've been thinking of digging deeper into that. Maybe interview my parents for a bonus podcast. I don't know, but I'm still thinking about it. But anyway, it stopped with four. I don't think they tried for a fifth. I don't know. But anyway, other than answering the people's question about the name, I would like to also share to you that just last year, my dad told me that coral reef, forest, and ocean actually meant something as a whole. 23 years of existing, and I never even realized that all our names were even a statement combined. And that part, I won't tell you here in this podcast because it just dawned on me that it's the best segue to my Patreon account. It's in my Patreon account's description. And so if you want to know the great reveal, go to patreon.com slash keep tomorrow existing. But passing the humor, I've mentioned this in episode 1 and early in episode 2. And of course, I'll continue mentioning this within every episode I make. And that is, I need your help. I really want to do this full time and no, not just Homecasts. I also run an environmental conservation organization called HOME which stands for Hope of Mother Earth, and we have a lot of projects waiting to launch. My parents originally founded Home, and I just revived it last year too. And yes, that's also the same time around 2019 my dad told me the meaning behind our names. That, plus the humble beginnings of Home, is in my Patreon account. I chose Patreon because I saw it to be the right way of being able to sustain myself as I continue to do my work and no, it's not a donation platform. I'm the only one making it a donation platform too because my work draws from a global cause. Patreon is the easiest way for artists and creators to get paid because the people who subscribe actually benefit from it and those benefits are written all over the Patreon page of the creator and it's divided into levels of tiers. So, If you find some value in this podcast, I really hope you could come visit my Patreon account, patreon.com slash keep tomorrow existing. You'll see my tiers having fun offers, so go ahead and check them out. My lowest tier is at the cost of a single cup of coffee a week. It's like trading just one of your beloved regular-sized McDonald's iced coffee every week to keep this nerd alive and help execute the most awaited projects. To give you an idea, the projects we conduct are cleanups by which we involve the schools in coastal areas and create art installations out of the trash we collect. 
if you know that huge whale art installation by the beach somewhere in the west, that kind, but more personalized and holding a much more hopeful message. Doing this, we immerse the youth and we're able to teach them how to best inherit this strange little blue planet. Also, we want to grow a piggy bank for coral reef restoration and eventually turn the beautiful Philippine islands into marine protected areas. This allows marine life not just to recover, but flourish. Did you know that the Philippines holds 70 to 80% of the world's marine biodiversity? Unfortunately, we're riding a highway to completely losing them, so let's not make that happen. I'll provide more facts as I keep creating podcasts, but anyway, I really hope you go check it out. Once again, that's patreon.com slash keep tomorrow existing. Let me know if you giggle a bit when you finally discover what our names mean or hate me for making such a cute buildup for it. Or both. Anyway, alright. So we're here to discuss something very, very important. It's funny because it's probably the most counterintuitive subject to speak about, but it just might be the next thing you will try to hoard. It's better than gravity. So much more better than gravity. It's even more important than water, I'm telling you. This is some mind-blowing stuff everyone needs to hear, or may I say, be reminded about. It's the perfect time for all of us to recollect why a sustainable planet should be at the top of our priorities. And here's where we start. Breathing. There's nothing more natural than breathing. And this earth we all walk on is the only planet where that happens. No other planet has an oxygen-rich environment. You, me, the largest, the tiniest, the simplest, the most complex creatures breathe to keep existing, to stay alive. Let's take a second to appreciate oxygen. If you don't feel thankful yet, here's the catch. We can keep existing for 25 days without food, 6 days without sleep, 4 days without water. Now oxygen. Oxygen is the real deal. If oxygen ghosts on you, you're down in less than 5 minutes. You're a demigod by 10. There's a world record. 22-minute breath hold by Danish freediver Stig Severinsen. And just how the hell did he do that? Was entirely expelling carbon dioxide from his system and breathing in pure oxygen before his attempt. Plus, of course, years and years of training. So what was that all about? You tell me, I'll be dead by 5. But some dude just set a 22-minute world record. Here it is. While we can all train to hold our breaths longer, the good news is air is omnipresent in our atmosphere. We can only escape air by going underwater or going out to space. The bad news is the air that we're all breathing is slowly diminishing of oxygen. How? Things are taking over. Things other than oxygen, like carbon dioxide, methane, and other greenhouse gases, Tiny particles like microplastics, nitrous oxide from coal plants and cars, and many more. So basically, we can worry about the quantity of air later. What we have to worry about and act upon now is the quality of air. In our case, take the pollution out of the air and fill it up with oxygen. Bring back that balance. Okay, so 
We are basically made up of cells, and cells require oxygen to function and exist. Now, the job of our blood is to be like the train for our oxygen to move to all of our cells and power them. This is how our bodies keep doing its job, like digest the food you just ate, move, power your brain. Your brain actually uses 20% of your oxygen. Basically, without oxygen, one organ after the other shuts down. And we shut down pretty quick without it. So what now? Can't we just make oxygen and save our lives? Genius. Because yes, we can. And we have two ways to do that. Here's humankind's design. Humankind's design is we pour an ocean of hydrogen peroxide to mountain ranges of manganese oxide. And here's nature's design. Photosynthesis. Trees, corals, seagrass, mangroves, marshes, forests. These guys are the real deal. Apart from many more healthy and sustainable cycles, photosynthesis is their business. Us humans, we expel what they absorb. It's called carbon. And you know what rings when you hear carbon? It's highly associated with global warming and other toxic substances flying beside the oxygen we inhale. What we need to do now is to tremendously support promote, and increase nature's business because nature's business is never unhealthy. And that means the answers will never come from us. It just can't. That's why we got to start harmonizing human system with nature's. What I'm saying is nature is the beast of healing and sustainability. It caters to all species and all factors of life, let alone the air you breathe. So we got to partake rather than consume. Harmonize rather than dominate. Or else, it'll rain down more problems for us to deal with. Probably even heavier than this pandemic. In a nutshell, let's just let nature do what it does. Since most of you listening right now are on lockdown, the one thing you can do, the easiest, the fastest way for you to contribute to preserving and restoring the very oxygen that keeps us existing is to get on your favorite device Search for petitions and sign them. That's it. Sign them. Sign all of them. Go on a signing spree. Those sites that say join us, those guys aren't kidding. I left some links and search suggestions at the description section to help you sign the right and important stuff. If this seems like a small thing to you, then great. The easier it is for you to sign. But for everyone to understand, these petitions and pledges are what the national and global readers hear and see. The bigger the number, the stronger it magnets change. Good thing we already have environmental conservation organizations who fight for nature and are insanely intelligent in dealing with passing the matters to the people who make the decisions. It just always involves a letter, a few supporting documents, and a massive amount of people to draw attention and arrive at a consensus. Those organizations already covered the letters and the documents. You just gotta one-up the number by signing. It's as easy as that. And if it reaches the goal, then it'll definitely make change. I'm highly inspired by this organization called Save Philippine Seas, SPS for short. I remember watching one of the videos of its co-founder, Miss Anna Oposa, Nicknamed as Chief Mermaid by her team and the people around her, she was telling a story about how she gets so frustrated with the unfair matters happening in her life, and yet her father reiterates to her 
write a letter, write a letter, because her father knew that dealing with her frustrations had to be action-oriented, and dealing with the people of authority was done through properly composed letters. And from then on, she studied writing further, and now SBS is one of the most effective organizations in the country, giving people meaningful information, opportunities to contribute and or work for the environment, and making change. So there you go, your first point of action. And that's right at the tip of your fingers. I'm guessing in 10 minutes, you would have already signed 15 urgent petitions you never knew existed. You have to understand that these petitions don't reach much people because these organizations cannot advertise their products like how fast food chains do. And the support they get are very limited. So yes, the best you can do is sign the created petitions and share them. This way, it gives our noble organizations a better shot at passing the papers for us. I encourage you to go and look for petitions all week. You'll find others funny too. It gets you saying, what? This, this is what's happening? Mistakes of many leaders and or people who just try to get to the top. Makes you want to go bite your lips, shake your head, and do the slow clap. But yeah. Thanks to these organizations, we're given a chance to voice out where our taxes should go to and fight for our right to health, for our sake and the future. Now, for action point number two. This one's way more personal. How to breathe. Since we've already talked about oxygen, what you will learn now is something that we should have at the age of five. But it's never too late, of course. Apply this starting today and you've already improved your general quality of life. We never had to remember to breathe, but we do so now, simply because we've forgotten how. And most importantly, COVID-19, the reason why we're on lockdown. A few basics why I'm mentioning this. The corona in coronavirus means it's covered with spikes, by which you can consider as keys to the right cells to hijack. COVID-19 is a respiratory syndrome just like SARS, which means it heads for your lungs, and eventually hijacking all of your respiratory cells until you're completely unable to breathe. Okay, rewinding back. I'm sure you already know that your immune system is your last line of defense. That's why eating your fruits and vegetables, getting enough sleep, keeping your organs functioning well are the key ingredients to the natural antidote and or armor you to fight against the virus if so it enters your body. Now, I've mentioned that at the age of 5, we've forgotten how to breathe. Yes, we've forgotten how to breathe through our stomachs. This is because school started which means long hours of sitting has started. And eventually, as we go play and do more extreme stuff that requires heavy breathing, we've turned into chest breathers. So what does that mean? What's the difference? Okay, so we have two types of breathing, diaphragmatic breathing and chest breathing. Diaphragmatic breathing maximizes your breathing capacity because it lets oxygen flow onto the lower lobes of your lungs. When that happens, you activate your calm receptors. You help, you help your body to relax. You train to control your nervous system, plus a much wider range of healthy benefits. Meanwhile, chest breathing keeps your fight or flight switch on, exhausting a lot of energy that could have been used for other parts of your body that needs them. Because of this, 
It's like you're training yourself to raise your levels of anxiety and thus leading to more problems like sleep disorders and digestive problems. Now, in a society that's always demanding a lot of energy from us, always suggesting an escape, and actually wants to keep us on our fight or flight mode, by simply breathing consciously, intentionally, through your belly, letting more oxygen in, activating the right receptors, you can immediately change how you feel and optimize your efficiency. And no, properly breathing doesn't alleviate you from experiencing stress or fear or pressure. No one is immune to that. But what it does is it prepares you to face all of these and keep your body in the best condition and respond well. That is why a lot of martial artists and people who do the most extreme jobs like the Navy SEALs master this natural technique to make better decisions, especially in an emergency, and keep standing. If you're a person who's suffering from depression, anxiety, PTSD, even grief, and more, I highly recommend you to seek help not from your usual pills, but try seeking help from a breathwork instructor. I advocate this because the wonders of this natural technique really works, doesn't have any side effects, and trains you to be a better, healthier human being. I'm currently taking my courses, so I'm no expert yet. So far in my education, what I've been doing to help is that I make 10 to 15 minute breathwork meditation videos accessible through my Patreon account. So if you want to know more about that, you can go check it out or shoot me a message. That is it. Your two points of action for this episode. First, search and sign those petitions. And second, breathe better. Improve your life this instant. Improve the overall health of your home and thus improve the overall health of our home. Both are free, so why not? I encourage you to explore more on the organizations and the petitions they make. And of course, the science behind proper breathing and breath work. And let me know how much you're blown away. Of course, I wouldn't just let this episode end without giving you a breathing technique you can take away and start at home. It's called the 478 breath. It's a simple and old yoga exercise. You inhale for 4, hold for 7, exhale for 8. Okay, now, sit up straight or lie down. You can close your eyes if you like. Ready? Breathe normally first. In through your nose. Feel a 360 degree expansion of your core. An outward motion of your lungs. Keep your shoulders relaxed, not moving them at all. Exhale through your mouth and just feel yourself deflate. We go in this rhythm. All right, quick exhale to prepare. Inhale for four, one, two, three, four. Hold for seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for four, one, two, three, four. Hold for seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for four, deeper, one, two, three, four. 
Hold for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for four. Feel everything expand. Three, four. Hold for seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Quick inhale. Exhale. Quick inhale. Let it go. Quick inhale. Let it go. Relax. Relax. Breathe normally. Alright. Back then, I used to smoke cigarettes a lot and called it my escape. And, you know, a huge part of it were just self-induced turmoil, you know. Um, yeah. But don't get me wrong, the world is cruel. And it required a lot of effort and will. But the world is also beautiful. Let's vote on that. If you're at the deepest end, remember that there is still life in you. You matter. And you have the power to turn it around always. So I encourage you to take breathing breaks now. Instead of, you know, the stick or whatever or whatever metaphor you have for the stick. Alright? Healthier breaks starting now. There's oxygen and it's for free. Thanks to Mama Earth. Let's keep breathing together. Let's keep breathing better. Protect the oxygen that keeps us existing so we can keep existing. I hope you tune in on the next episode of Homecasts. Once again, my name is Reef, and as always, let's keep tomorrow existing. 